Welcome to Challenge Reality Review Podcast. I'm the Hubs, introducing Jimbo Slice and our favorite girl, Crystal. We are going to break down this week's episode of MTV's The Challenge Double Agents. You guys ready to go? Let's break it down. Break it down. Bust it down. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, you know, a little recap into last week. Um, For those who didn't uh, watch it, uh, Jay and Teresa won the competition. The house put in Ashley and Corey. On a blind side, Teresa throws in Cam and Kyle. The biggest thing with that is they were aligned with Jay. And Jay told them nothing. That was so, a surprise. And that was huge. And he knew that. Last week, ended up Cam sending Ashley home. And so this week started out pretty much just kind of taking over where the end of this uh, episode ended last week. Basically, they confronted Jay, Kyle, Corey, Leroy, basically asking, you know, hey, why do you blindside this? You know, and he's like, you know, he's kind of got that kind of like that deer in the headlights look right now because he knows it's coming around now. He knows he's in trouble. Uh, but to his defense, Teresa did try to come out and save him. But even Teresa defending you, to me, I wouldn't want her to defend me. She seems so shady. She does seem really shady. I wouldn't want her to defend me either. Um, but like you said, Jay had that deer in the headlight look. He wanted to talk his way out of this one but it didn't look like he really had too much ground to stand on no you could tell jay knew that being in these competitions you know when you're kind of on the outs and he knew he made a mistake here and well, also first of all these are my players they won they got me some points but they messed up the entire game the fact that jay really didn't talk to anyone i feel like since the start of this season is killing me because he came from survivor survivor is a very strategic talky talky game i feel like i don't understand what he's doing and then i mean what are you gonna say i just followed Teresa. And when Teresa stood up for him, I was like, this is like making it 10 times worse. Did you guys think that? Because that's what I thought. I thought it put a bigger target on his back. Uh, my conclusion is Jay and Nam, they're just kind of sitting in their own little table playing Play-Doh or whatever. And yep. just not not playing with anybody else. Because they're the only two people that seem to talk to each other. That does look weird for them. And I think, to answer your question, Crystal, yeah, it does put a big target on their back with Teresa. It does. Speaking for him. But I mean, with Nam, though, it's just like, you know, it just I just think it's such a... You need to be a little bit more social. You got to have some of a social game. You have to be able to stand, like, speak for yourself, at least. Right. You know, and then Teresa was saying, hey, we got Cam that gold skull and everything, you know. It was kind of like she wanted them to be, you know, like, hey, thanks for helping us out. Thanks for blindsiding us. It well, been just she did as- talk to Cam, though. There's, yeah. I feel like, some things they didn't show. She's just like, you can go in and you can get your skull and, you know, you can get that. You'll get that first. So I feel like it was already kind of out there, but they twisted it into be like this, oh my gosh, this huge thing. I feel like there was conversations either we weren't a part of or that were just kind of simplified in the editing because with everything going on, there's conversations. I'm missing something. Exactly. You're right because Teresa did tell Cam, like, you can get your chance this week to get your gold skull. And Cam just kind of like shoot it off and then it skipped Mm -hmm. to something else like immediately. So you're, you're right. You had Teresa then talking with CT the next morning, and they were kind of just discussing kind of about Daryl being there and not wanting him to be in the finals because he's won so many. And they kind of touched on that a little bit. I didn't really kind of, I never really thought CT and Daryl were against each other. But to me, Daryl's kind of like, you know, Daryl really hasn't, I haven't really seen Daryl around too many people either, though. He sticks to his partner. He doesn't really mess with people. I think the CT and Daryl thing is like game recognized game type of thing. True. And I don't see them going against each other. I do see like them not wanting to go against each other. Um, so if I can get 
you out of my way without it having to be me, then I can see that being a good idea for sure. Yeah, I remember seeing I remember seeing Darrell and CT fight one time, and that was in Pros versus Doll Stars. They had to go against each other, and CT destroyed them. It was one of those wrap the rope around uh, thing and get out of it, untie it, and get it back. Oh, okay. to, and CT just destroyed him during that one. But but then you know they're talking about the CT part, and then. They jumped old Fessy, who's trying now, you know, to dig, you know, undig that ditch he put himself into. And, you know, he's trying to talk to Corey. But you can just tell. I think Fessy really burned himself in this game. And I think it's really going to, I think it's going to hamper him moving forward, too. And apparently means it's literally all of my people, like my teammates. They are beasts. They're very good at what they do. Like, they're cutting off the friendships. They're cutting off their alliance members. Mm -hmm. And that's not the name of this game, especially so early. And that's the problem that I'm having is understanding how are you like I don't feel like there's that much talk okay did something change did someone go to club COVID have a little too many shots and then make up their mind the next day within that moment because this is not the longevity of the game it hurt especially Corey's a talker and Corey is very persuasive Bessie better watch out if you can take the first seven episodes right now Mm-hmm. And kind of say what the big surprises are. I, I would say it's a sloppy gameplay by some of these players. The Fessies, yep. the Teresas, that are really causing this game to be a lot more difficult than it needs to be for them. Yep, I agree. Um, so, so Fessy talked with Corey a little bit, you know, trying to sell the bill of goods that he's not wanting to, to hear. Corey's like, look, I know who you are now. I'm not going to trust you. So little green light lights on saying challenge activated or whatever they do. I think it's kind of cool. Um, I love and that. And they're getting ready. To, yeah. And so now they're getting ready to go out to see the challenge, and you see two helicopters out fly up while they're sitting out there, standing, looking around. Nobody kind of knows what exactly is going on. The challenge is called Aerial Takedown. I could say when I first saw it, I was really kind of intrigued by it. I was a little bit disappointed in this competition. Basically how it started out, there would be two heats. On each heat, five players from the same sex. And what you're doing is you're attempting to hold on to a, a cargo net. And it's dangling from a helicopter. And as you're going up, you're kind of being pulled where there's water coming down. So you have water, you have the elements around you. And the goal is to get to the top of it and be the only one left in the shortest amount of time. So it's a very physical challenge. Oh, yeah. So in the first heat, you have KC, Big T, Cam, Anissa... And Nani start out. That's a pretty good group, I think. I think that's a pretty good, you know, maybe except for Big T in it. <laughs> I think that's a, an active group. Um, I think these are people that have all played before, so I, I think it's a pretty good group, regardless of their size, you know what I mean? Yeah. In this, in this one, Anissa was the first one just to kind of, she kind of just went out pretty quick. And I think it was Casey and Cam working against to get Big T off, which I really was surprised you needed two people. But to each their own. <laughs> Casey gets rid of Cam, and you're down really surprisingly. Nani and Casey, which I didn't expect Nani to be there. I expected Casey to be there in the final battle in and out. Then at the end, ended up being Casey. Let's go, picking up the win for it in the first heat. Oh. And then they brought up the one I thought would be exciting. They got the men's heat. Heat number two, you have Kyle, Fessy, Darrell, Nam, and Devin. So you got some scrappers in there. It's important for some of these people to win this. I know Fessy really needs to win it. And you would think this is kind of made for Fessy, made for Daryl. It's really made for any of these people. Maybe not Devin, maybe not Kyle. But Kyle's got the length where it could help him. But, like, Nam is built. Darrell's kind of, he can move. And Fessy's just a beast, and he could power his way up to a possible. Yeah, and let me just throw this out there. When the girls were on there, they were pulling and kicking and they yeah. would do anything to get the other person off so they blow the horn and it starts and what do they do they all stand there like a bunch of scared chickens <laughs> they hang there the entire time uh, i'm sorry i fell asleep 
I think Devin tried to make a move, or maybe he moved, maybe he just got his arms stretched out or something, but nobody really made any attempt to do anything during it, and they were all disqualified as of the time of a draw. And I was just like, God, that is just horrible. Yeah, for these to be in the big mastermind guys that have done so much and have so much to prove, I was definitely let down. I was like... This is a waste of time, like seriously. Exactly, and then I'm like, well, let's check out the next team and see how that goes. And he had Teresa, he had both Ambers, Amber M and Amber B, you had Gabby, and then he had Lolo. So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, three of the four kind of, three of the five are kind of slam dunks. I would say Lolo and Teresa would be at the end of this. But during the thing, before they even started showing them, they really showed Teresa kind of talking to the girls, trying to get in their ear a little bit, going, hey, you don't need to win every event. You just got to make sure you're safe. Basically tell them, hey, why don't you fall out, and I'll keep you safe. Mm -hmm. Amber B was the only one who was like, I don't think that's a good idea. And so the, the competition started, and pretty much how it went. Gabby jumped, Amber left, Lolo left, which surprised me. I think Lolo should have stayed in there. I'm very disappointed in that. It was between Amber B and Teresa. And I'll give Amber B some credit. She put it to Teresa yeah. and really defended herself good there. I was surprised how much an effort she put up against, because I really wasn't sure how much she had in her. Because they really haven't shown her too much of the show. She's a sleeper. She does have some power in her. I think that the elements threw her off. And the time, if they had a little bit more time, I think her and Teresa would have gone at it and she might have gotten her. But then Teresa keeps trying to tell her, hey, jump. And everybody's like, you know, girl, bye. I, I got no time for you. <laughs> I would have told the other person to jump, too, because being up on the helicopter, that's what people need to understand, is that literally the girls are jumping off. Yeah. And, like, having to just air fall into the water. Into some cold ass water yes and then swim to wherever you know to get to the side but i would have had a heart attack just with the helicopter alone and (laughs) i thought that they were going to make the competition where they crawl to the top and like you pull Mm -hmm. like a cord or something and then it drops everyone that's what i would have felt better at least yep because then the men wouldn't have been just all willy-nilly hanging on right well let me sipping martinis Exactly. So, um, Teresa ends up winning that battle. So let's get down to that last one so we can finish mm-hmm. up the heat. So in the heat four, you have Jay, Leroy, Michi, CT, and Josh. Um, not a bad group except for maybe Michi, which I thought was kind of funny because he almost missed the plane. <laughs> he was jumping up the last minute to get onto, which I really thought, I'm like, wouldn't you think they'd have them set? Right. Before the they took off. And then they start, and Jay had jumped on Leroy trying to get him off. Michi falls off, and then the rest of them were just kind of battling out. But all they did was kind of just, Jay was trying, but he basically looked like he was riding Leroy as a pony. <laughs> like one of those, one of those old uh, things you put in that used to be, I'm going to date myself right here. But we used to go to the grocery store, and they have a little horse up front. And oh, you put yeah. a quarter in there. <laughs> that was Jay on Leroy. Oh, yeah! Oh, I mean, that was all the parts. <laughs> And so they're all disqualified, all four of them. So really, the only person that wasn't was Michi, but he fell out. But you can tell, the girls were all like, what the hell just happened? They get back on the stand. TJ did say that it was between Casey and Teresa, and basically one second was between the two of them. It ended up being Teresa and Jay lost by that one second. And That was crazy, then, one second? That's pretty wild. One second. But then TJ also complimenting the girls for um, doing a great job in the challenge. But then he's like, the boys, TJ was just put it blankly. He's like, you guys effing suck. They didn't even try, you know, and he basically said, you know, remember, these are my challenges. You get what you can. You know, you get what you give, basically, and that's just kind of how they left it. So in the competition, everybody goes back to the house. It shows Teresa kind of, like, you know, not being happy with Amber. So first of all, I agree with TJ. The boys sucked. I can't believe that they, like, bombed that challenge. The girls showed out so much better. It was just... 
way greater of a show from the girls. Yeah, exactly. I was disappointed, especially because, once again, they're going for a million dollars. A lot of stuff happened when we got back to the house. You know, Teresa, again, was she kind of called out Amber B or wanted to call out Amber B for not losing. Amber was like, dude, I'm not about to throw a challenge. What do I look like throwing a challenge when this is something that I want to win? Like, who would do that in their right mind? And Teresa's still trying to say, you know, the, the safe game. It's all about the safe game. But at the same time, like you're probably eventually going to try to eliminate me so so you can win. So, no, I'm not throwing a challenge. Who who does that? <laughs> you know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. And especially because now Amber did battle her. You know she's going to be on Teresa's radar. If Teresa would have won, Teresa definitely would have put them in. Oh, hands down. I think she would have put them in. Teresa was on something different this episode. Even when they were at the club scene, you know, she was sitting over by herself just kind of drinking up and, like, kind of, like, eyeing out the crowd trying to like picking off people she had no right and then she like kind of calls over to rail like demands him to come to her and he's like no you can come talk to me if you want to talk to me literally tries to call him out too for his partner not losing he's like first of all i'm not gonna let my partner just give up on us and my partner's not gonna lie to me she's gonna tell me when you try to have her give up so it's not happening just give it up that's not the type of game that we're gonna pet play and I thought it was good for him to stand up for them and let her know because she's the mouth. Teresa's the mouthpiece of their team and let her know that it's it's not going to be like that. And at the end of the day, I think they're making a huge target on their backs just by her still acting out more and more and more. Do you think, though, that Teresa's having an issue? Because, I mean... Honestly, I was thinking about this. I don't remember the last time she was on a challenge. I don't know she, how many of these players she actually knew coming in here. She knew the the Wesses, the CTs, the Darrell, you know, some of the older, older veterans. But how many of the, like, the Big Brother players, all those other ones, I don't recall her being on any of those challenges where they were a part of that. So I do think that's a disadvantage for her. But on the other I hand, she wasn't, but she wasn't trying to be buddy-buddy with anybody, it doesn't seem like to me either. Yeah, it seems like she's going like very like fast-paced, but I feel like because Big Brother people are on there, Mm-hmm. They've slowed the game down. Yes, okay. I can. That makes sense because they're they're doing the strategy day by day type of game where um, people like let's say Teresa's trying to do the nitty gritty. Let's get down to it. Let's get people out of the way. How can I get to the end type of game? Big Brother Squad is more of like oh you know we're friends and we're good and we have to tell each other everything. They, they kind of played that nice nice game. Right. Where I feel like the vets are like, let's do this, you know, just like Johnny used to be. Let's get her done. Let's, you know, strategize. There's five of them, four of us, you know, four of us. We got to get three of them out and have the other one come to us. I always like everybody's philosophy when they play it because everybody has their own philosophy on doing this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Everybody's different. Everybody has their mindset out on how they're going to win and what they're going to do to win. And let's try to let's say who they're going to make sure is not going to win. That's what Devin, Kyle and Corey kind of wanted to make a point to Fessy that they really don't want him to win. Like, they're trying to win this game, so he's not on the top of the list to keep him going in the game. Well, but you can kind of just tell him this as you continue, like, with some of their confrontations that they they, they, they had some liquid courage going into their veins. Um, a lot of liquid courage, and I want to say liquid emotions, too, because Devin, who's I think is right up next to Bananas and Wes about getting other, under people's skin, oh. but Devin <laughs> got under Fessy's skin so so much that i think fessy was gonna knock him out Absolutely. i thought they were gonna come to blows fessy was just really wanting to go at everybody whoever said something to him he was ready to fight so it was Devin. he was ready to go for him if it was kyle he was ready to go for kyle and surprisingly kyle kind of came back at fessy like fessy you're not all that big and bad and you can get these hands buddy <laughs> kyle got a gold skull and now he's got two sets of balls all of a sudden i don't quite get where he's become such a or is it the uh 
the Don Johnson Miami Vice jacket he's been wearing in his interviews. In his little, in his little, don't you like little jacket he wears? Yeah, he tries to be all cool with his little uh, turtleneck. <laughs> Google Don Johnson Miami Vice. It's him right there, I'm telling you. <laughs> Another little confrontation was then Josh and Devin kind of got into it. And I'm going to <laughs> That's why I said the liquid emotions because he gets so upset. And I was just watching and I was looking at his face and I was like, if the cameras weren't there, I think Josh would literally break down and cry when he gets into these confrontations with people. Oh, absolutely. But, again, Devin is just so good at getting under people's skin. Yes, I would literally, like, obviously I don't believe in, like, the physical stuff, but I would want to verbally backhand Devin. Just by his face. Like, the way he looks at things and judges just with his face pisses me <laughs> off. Literally pisses me off. I, don't know, I was kind of thinking more of Josh, but that's just me. Josh, Josh is- does it, too. Yes. Yeah, they both have those faces like that ugh, face. Like if that if that sound had a face, it's them too. You know, if there's a, if it's worth a million dollars to punch one of them in the face, it'd be one of those two. <laughs> so the next thing, speaking of Devin, it was gonna bring us to our deliberation. Devin, I guess he has a sober mind now, but he just jumps off like, "Hey guys, I just want to say sorry about last night, about getting everybody riled up. Um, please just don't put me in." During this. There was actual physical confrontation between Josh and Devin. Mm-hmm. And Devin pushed where security got involved. And really, I thought Josh May got sent home. Yeah, I thought they a, were going to send someone home for there's sure. There's a strict no-contact rule in the challenge. I've seen him sent home for not even that. So I was really kind of surprised to see what was going to happen with that. I was, too. I thought for a split second that it was going to be, like, somebody getting kicked off. But when I saw that the security was there and they were just kind of they weren't holding them back as much. I was like, they must want this to keep going a little bit. Before right. It gets too much, then they'll stop it. I was like, man, somebody might get knocked out tonight. <laughs> of course, Josh was right in the middle of it all. Um, And giving me some Final Fantasy points. Jay's trying to act like he's the innocent puppy, of course. And he's trying to act like, you know, I didn't do anything that was bad that should put me in. I don't really want to go in. Like, he didn't manipulate everything with his partner, Teresa, who's now... She's trying to, like, cover so much of Jay that she even throws CT's name out there from the conversation that they had earlier in the day. But CT is such a vet. He's such a vet that (laughs) he shut it down right in her face so fast and called her a liar. Because if you think about it, he's got more people backing him than than she does and he's got more of a track record with everybody else than she does he's just like you're lying what are you talking about and he shuts her down so fast that she didn't really have anything to go back and say it was hilarious exactly and then you know everyone literally got back on Teresa and Jay saying you know what you you guys were the ones that were throwing the comps and Cam was like you know everyone has to go in everybody has to go in and get their turn like she had to go in and get her turn now it's their turn to go get their skull or to go into the elimination because right. that's only fair and that's a part of the game I think that's that's real you know what I mean mm-hmm. so once we get to the votes the secret votes for everyone it really kind of played out basically how it showed in the room you know a lot of people were um, upset with Devin and how he acted and then there are a lot of people that really really 
just despise Jay and Teresa's type of game. So it was really split between those two in the house. And as a double agent, Leroy and Casey were really torn in regards to what to do, um, especially after all the information that they got. But I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. And with that, I'll hand it over to Crystal. Yes, this is my best part. Okay, every time we're going to the crater, you're going to see some type of elimination set up and this time we see the fire escape again which was on the premiere episode with good old ashley remember ashley and she like got stuck oh yeah so, i remember that. yeah okay ashley and, and natalie natalie mud stomped her and got through it anyways leroy has dominated at this challenge before this elimination before but we got some things to take care of first y'all tg says that everything with the altercation this is their one final last warning because we'll be kicking people out. I already thought, again, Jim, I'm with you. I thought people would be going home. I still think someone should be kicked out. I think, but, Crystal, if they wouldn't have lost everybody so soon, the true. girls are already the one guy going home. I mean, they've lost enough people in this that I think they really couldn't afford to send somebody home on just that. Yes, but there's only 10 skulls, right, to win. So I feel like, eh, well, there's, there's still more people. <laughs> Let's, true. You know, if you're hitting people, you should be sent home. But nonetheless, does. we always get a warning. TJ, he would scare me giving me a warning, especially as a challenger. Then, we're, I'm not stopping there, y'all. Then TJ announces all the guys who didn't really actually play in the challenge, snooze you lose sort of situation, lost their vote. Lost their vote. So they voted this pretend secret quote-unquote vote that they had. Nope, the men lost it. However, because it wasn't necessarily a secret vote, the twist of all of this, taking away their vote, still put Jay and Teresa as compromise agents. Oh, I thought they had a chance, though, when TJ said he was taking away the votes. I was like, maybe Teresa said something. Maybe Jay did some work behind the scenes, even though I don't feel like he did any work for himself to save me or my points for my team. I was so surprised at this and like, ah, TJ. TJ is the man like you don't cross his game and his challenge like I'm so glad that he stood up and was like okay so you guys want to act this way well this is the way I'm going to act and he was like remember these are my challenges so I was so excited about that I was like yes let's go let's let's not let these people like crap out in this game I really like I really think mm-hmm. CT put it best CT he's like you know it's kind of like your dad he's like you know you always want to please him and you know you didn't and he talks stern to you you just kind of feel bad about it like oops sorry right. dad I won't have-. and really that's how he had like he kind of had that look on his face when TJ was kind of saying all that yes and i feel like coming from tj1 you know they really want like the viewing and people to watch and they don't want just their challengers who anyone like there's a whole bunch of competitions for this show to even make it and they could have picked a whole different you know cast then you know they're getting paid per episode and stuff like that too but they could have picked a different cast and on top of that snooze you lose this is boring and even though it didn't affect the twist i think it taught everyone who is left a huge lesson on what they should not do moving forward and that includes the final so they better get ready and not (laughs) at least strategize something because i will fall asleep real quick (laughs) well with that being said good old mr leroy who has been talking about it who's done the fire escape before, decides to come down. I, like I, I said, Jay is a really good competitor. He's small. He's, like, smaller than Leroy. But I thought he, I don't know. I thought Leroy's legs would be played advantage for him this. But the only thing I wasn't sure of was the, the because it was longer, though. It was twice as long. Yes, and there was it, okay, the, but why? Do you think it's just because it was a male challenge that they I made it longer? So. 
I believe I so. so. But okay. my next question, Crystal, would be why not have the, a different challenge and then why are you making the same challenge? I, I still question that. True. I mean, are they going to do the guy challenges for the women and the women challenges for the guys and just make them different now moving forward? I mean, are they running them out of ideas? I just, I'll be interested to see what they do next week. Yes, I think we'll see more of the pattern of what we're actually going to see is because no one jumped off and actually hurt themselves this week. <laughs> I, I do think that they had to squeeze like something different in. It has been a lot of male competitions versus the female. Mm-hmm. Also, it could be, you know, I'll talk about production anytime. They're like, hey, maybe we want Leroy to win. So we're going to make it a challenge that he's actually good at. But, but and once again, I don't know. Seen it. Jay wasn't a layup in this challenge. No, but this was, you know, Leroy's at least second True. time ever doing it versus True. Jay. I mean, that's for sure. Again, Leroy's done it before, but Jay, he's a little spunky. He's a little quick, quick on his toes or his ankles, you should say. (laughs) (laughs) And he really had the lead on this one when he like jetted down. But lo and behold, we have good old Leroy taking a skull, folks. Taking a skull, he's not on my team, and taking my challenger completely out of the books. So not only did Teresa and Jay get Cam. A gold skull. They got Leroy one. It's like seriously, they handed them like their game. I feel like that's what that's what happened. I think <laughs> that was uh, a crazy elimination. And Leroy, like you said, he's seen it before. He had it down. And what made it different from the the women's competition is they seem to have it more of a struggle. I think Leroy had the momentum and like like the shimmy down because mm-hmm. it seemed like he just moved like three or four times and he was already down the the whole length of one. I was like, this guy's right. going fast. Well, I would, what I'd like to know was in the in the challenge with Ashley and Natalie, how long it took them to complete it? Because they doubled oh, the size. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, you really have to put this in perspective, you two. Leroy and Jay basically finished this in under a minute. And, you know, had that been anybody else against Jay, Jay would have won. I agree. Down. If Devin had gone up like Leroy was considering, I could see Devin going home and Jay winning. Oh, Jay would have won hands down against anybody else on there. Except for Leroy. And that second thing, when Leroy flipped and got his legs going, I was like, damn it, I need to put it best. You might as well put your remotes on pause to watch Leroy do this competition and run it in slow motion. He was so fast. Yeah, I felt like when Ashley and Natalie were doing, like, they were, like, Ashley got stuck for a while and they were neck to neck, like, in the middle of the beam. A a hot second at the very end, too, because you have to hop it over that last part of the beam. And Leroy was stuck there for a couple seconds, or he might have got it under a half a minute. Who knows? Okay, so to round it out, you know, we have Jay. He's gone. My Jay. That leaves Teresa by herself, solo dolo. And Leroy gets the pick. And every single time when he looks up into the crowd, I think he's going to pick Cam. Every, I'm like, this is this is the moment where he picks Cam to be on the same team. And then they get a huge target on their back. You know, that's what I'm thinking, even though they're not on my team. I thought for a second he was going to pick someone else on a different team. But he sure as well stuck with Casey. I guess if you're winning, you're winning. You know, Casey is a good competitor because she keeps, like, her mouth shut, too. She plays, like, a quieter game. Well, and then he did mention something about he promised her he would stay with her to get her a skull. Yes, he did promise her a skull. I hope... That he, you know, can get to that promise. She's going to have to bust her chops. With oh, yeah. only When he said five left, I was like, where has the game gone? Exactly. What do you mean five left, you know? What? And then since Leroy's sticking with Casey, we have Corey and now Teresa, who Corey calls Toxic T. You got Big T and Toxic T. <laughs> <laughs> Big T and Toxic T, um, which is kind of funny. You know, especially since Ashley and Corey and 
Teresa just put them in last, like the prior week. I thought for sure he, he could sabotage. It could be a girl's week next week. This is my prediction. Could be a girl's week next week and he could sabotage and put pretty much Teresa going in. Like fail the mission, you know, fail the challenge and then have everyone vote for them and goodbye. If it's a, if it's a woman's challenge. I think it all depends on how much they let go and how much production has time to realize. If they think it's going to be like that, they could try to blindside them and make it a, make it a male competition. Uh, true. Like, when when they were going to blindside CT and put him in there that first week, I'm telling you, production got wind of that and changed it to a, to a female or something. I mean, they knew they they were not not trying to protect CT, but they wanted a little drama to this because I, I really believe they they had a little bit an idea on that one. Maybe I don't know because Devin did it to who was Devin with Tori. Tori. Yeah. He was with Tori. See, that's why I think either Corey's going to play that game or Corey is going to somehow save Teresa because they're on a team together. I don't really know who else people are targeting right now. My challenger of the week this week, I'm going to go with Leroy. I, I was in between him and Amber B because Amber B kind of like made a showing for herself this season finally. But this was Leroy's... This is Leroy's season to win. This right here just showed that he, you know, he's a competitor. And, you know, one thing he did say that I think I heard, I'm I'm not sure if you heard this, but I believe he said this is his last challenge. Yeah, he said that he's retiring. Right. So I didn't think, I thought I heard him say that. So I'd be interested to see that. I doubt it will happen. But that win right there could have been his, you know, his biggest win of the challenge, his whole career of the challenge. True. Yes, we'll and everyone was screaming and applauding for him. It was so cute, and like Leroy has always played like the underdog, so it's good to see him like really conquer a win for the yeah, entire exactly. episode too. Oh, exactly. Double agent and elimination. Oh, you're gonna get so many points. <laughs> Once again, I'm like 800 behind you, so I'm not worried about it right now. Unless my team all start fighting each other, that's what I'm like. I can get them to start scrapping with each other. <laughs> no, apparently mine's just doing that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But overall, I would have to say, though, I was disappointed in this episode. I just didn't think, I just think there was some, I don't know. I'm not sure if it was just the whole men not comp- competing the way they should have. Yeah. I didn't care for that challenge too much. I just don't think, I just think there was just a little bit, or the repeat of the elimination one. I, I just wasn't too impressed with this episode. Felt recycled. Yeah, and like I was telling you, Jim, I really wanted, I really like the real world side. Like, if you're old school, you'll know what I'm talking about, but more of like the house drama. You know, we got Club COVID, you know that they're tipping back, and there's more conversation I want to hear them. I want some tea. I want, give me some tea. Yes, I need tea with, you know, a little bit of something in it. Exactly. Yes, I want more, and the show is an hour and a half. We can fit it in. If not, let's make it a two-hour show and give me what I need. (laughs) Exactly. My challenger of the week, I'm just going to stick with uh, Leroy. He deserved it. He he proved everything. He put himself in. He did what he had to do. Exactly. Leroy's the man. Yep, Leroy, unanimous. It's unanimous, folks. With that being said, that's going to end our show this week. We hope you enjoyed it, and we hope you join us next week to break down another episode. That's going to be it for us. See ya. See ya. See ya.